What's up, y'all? This is the third episode of the day. <laughs> On this one, I just want to give y'all still just tell y'all about myself and stuff like that. Residue still on my so hand. It feel like I'm back in the kitchen. Your bitch in the back of the fiscal. You can't imagine the trenches. What you know about trapping and pitching? Now I got them laughing up in the back of the Bentley. What you know about not having a penny? Phone jumping, got a bag of them quickly. Phone off, it was quiet for me. Don't say you love me, you ain't dying for me. I woke up this morning with a lot of money. I'm just selling game, coming by it from me. You're my mama, Yana. I'm not going to speak on a soul. They told me you read what you saw. Not my nigga, I'll never forget all the times he took me where I needed to go. Up this morning like fuck everybody and that's how I knew that I needed to smoke My niggas is felons, you niggas is jealous and y'all just defining the meaning of bro I'm getting some rain, I put on my chain and she started looking like she seen a ghost It's cold like going outside with no jacket and mama said you need a coat I do not want to be stuck in the hood all day, I'd rather go jump off a boat Yeah, I'm dropping all they want to know, 2,000 for this mom's clear coat Mac Amiri cost me 18, that ain't no shirt, that was straight jeans Pineapple Fina when I be on it, but my little bitch she drinking straight lean Residue still on my hand it feel like I'm back in the kitchen. Your bitch in the back of the pistol. You can't imagine the trenches. What you know about trapping and pitching? Now I got them lapping up in the back of the Bentley. What you know about not having a penny? Jump and got a bag of the quick quick. Ice hash in the bomb. Take dabs till I'm gone. In the basement, growing base. This shit is strong like mace. Keep a low tip nail. Cause it's all about taste. I just did three mil. Did it all in one day. Hear him talk, but I don't believe him. New car, so I'm gonna leave him. Talk down, but they wanna be him. Damn. They don't go off like a leaf of man. Second grade, had two girlfriends. Fifth grade, I was in Japan. Now I can never go broke again. Born and raised here. Uh, fuck up off me. If the weed good, roll it then. Quick to turn a hater to a fan. Quick to get another million. Quick to spend it all with my fam. Quick to tell a nigga who I am. Quick to get my niggas out of jam. I remember people lying to me. Now I force them all to stand in line. How you got a bed, buddy, blind? My nigga don't text me right now. I'm too high in my phone. No, if it was quiet for me. Don't say you love me, you ain't dying for me. I woke up this morning with a lot of money. I'm just selling games. Come and buy it from me. You're my wrist up, protect up for leaps now. Every day we can eat it for leaps now. It's hard to see through this weed cloud. I'm picking the bags when I leave town. A lot of hammers and a lot of legs. A lot of fanners and a lot of red. Without these cameras, they be probably dead. Hard to keep my balance off a lot of yeah. meds. I've been that nigga since Simon says. Uh, I heard that you talk to a lot of feds. Uh, Bring your rent back to Poppy. Uh, give me more. Fuck the re-up up at the Fendi store. Fuck the re-up up on Chanel. Fuck the re-up up on Vuitton. Last year I bet against the Cavaliers. I fucked the re-up on LeBron. We ain't looking for jobs. Living like the mob. Hot simple, keeping it calm. See, I used to sleep in the slums. Now bitches chew me like a piece of some gum. Oh, residue still on my hand. It feel like I'm back in the kitchen. Your bitch in the back of the pistol. You can't imagine the trenches. What you know about trapping and pitching now i got him lapping up in the back of the Without these cameras, they be probably dead. Hard to keep my balance off a lot of mess. Residue still on my hands. It feel like I'm back in the kitchen. Your bitch in the back of the pistol. You can't imagine the trenches. With the Sam Houston. Now I got him lapping up in the back of the Bentley. Phone jumping, got a bag of the quick grade. I went to Edison. Seventh and eighth grade. Went to SFA. 
high school my freshman year. one year and getting held back into going to Memorial. So basically I was in high school for five years. And you know my birthday late. So I started school late. So I was about nineteen when I graduated. I wasn't the oldest person in my class, but I was one of the oldest. But I think getting held back was probably the best thing that happened to me. Because it taught me how to, you know, Deal with adversity and just deal with shortcomings in life. So I would say that probably was the best thing that happened to me. Um, as you remember me saying, up until the time I was twelve, I had both my parents. Um, my mom died when I was twelve. My sister was like, shit, um, three or four months. I don't really remember. About, about three months, yeah, July, yeah. She was three months. My brother was nine. I was 12. I hadn't met 13 yet. She died from a heart attack. You know, I, I don't, I'm not really in depth with my life. I don't like, really like to tell too much. But, you know, if I'm going to be creating content and giving advice and everything else, I want y'all to know what that is coming from. I want y'all to know who I am, what I've been through, so y'all can understand where the advice is coming from. That The advice and encouragement and everything I'm giving you is legit, genuine as fuck. So this is why I'm doing this. I want y'all to know, like, man, I'm as common as it gets. You know what I'm saying? I'm a normal person. Like I say, I'm quiet as fuck, depending on if I know you or not. Once I'm comfortable around you, that's, you know, when I am can be myself. I always like to look at myself as being a chameleon. That I adapt to whoever I'm around, in that sense. I'm, I can adapt to my surroundings, which is damn good. Not a lot of people can do that. And I'm grateful to have that ability to be able to, you know, adapt to my surroundings and adapt to who I'm around. I mean, hell, I, I can be one of the nerdiest people you know. I can I can talk sports with you, music with you, hell, just about anything, cooking. You know what I'm saying? Any of that. So, yeah. That's something that need, needed to be told. I can adapt real well. No matter who I'm around. Whether I'm around white people, Mexicans, Asians, of any descent. I can adapt real well. I like to think of me as a funny ass nigga too. See, I want to say like when I was younger... I grew up shy. I'm still a little shy. So I kind of had to ha make a way for me to, you know what I'm saying, make friends. And me being, like me trying to be funny and actually being funny, 
it helped me, it allowed me to make many friends and stuff like that. Like, oh, this nigga funny. I want to be his friend. So, you know what I'm saying? That was me trying to be funny and whatever the case may be was a way of me trying to break out my my shell. Because if you knew me growing up, growing up, or see me around, like, oh, that nigga quiet. But, like, once you get to know me, like, man, this don't seem like the same nigga I, met, I, I seen around the, around these parts and shit. So, it's like, man, yeah. Now, I grew, I, I grew up, I want to say, I mean, I, I want to be careful how I'm saying this. I was born in the Confiteries. Those of you who, are, who know the area know where Confiteries was, at least back, at least back in the day too. Moved to Vincent Park when I was probably like couple, like whenever my brother was born. No, 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 no. No, my brother wasn't born yet when we moved to um, Vincent Park. Vincent Park is renamed now. I think it's called um, the Beverly's or. Amber Park or some shit like that, I don't know, but yeah, there, then, you know what I'm saying, whenever my brother was born, we moved into the house that my, dad, my daddy still has, I'm on 23rd Street Avenue B, in Port Arthur, you know what I'm saying, still has this house to this day in like 26 years, 25 years, like I said, my Moved here whenever my brother was born. So, be 25 years since, you know, we first moved into this house. That house. Then from there, I mean, my grandmother, Lord rest her soul, she um, she lived on the west side. Around the corner from Prince Hall and Culver Terrace. And we were there frequently. We were there we, we a lot. Then... We were always, like that like that's my 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 father's mother now my mother her family's from the west side too you know what I'm saying we were always on d walk so my auntie stayed I think I'm deep seven no off of seven to d walk or some shit like that I don't really remember always around there so you can say give or take you know what I'm saying we grew up on the west side Give it, I mean, depending on how you decipher it, I'm not gonna flat out tell you that because I mean, that may not be what it is. I didn't live there, so I can't really say I grew up there, but like I say, it's up for you to decipher. But, um, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? My, my parents weren't really, you know what I'm saying, we weren't poor. I'm not going to say that, but the way we were raised, we were raised to appreciate stuff. We were raised as if we were poor, one would say. You know what I'm saying? The same stuff people went through in the hood is stuff that was normal to us as well. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like paper plates and plastic spoons and stuff like that. Even to this day, I still use that. 
that may have not may that may not be a financial thing, but still stuff like that, paper plates and stuff like that. Plastic spoons is always kept in our house, even to this day. My dad still keep that stuff in the house. His house, his house, I still keep it in my house. Um, eating noodles and stuff like that. Eating like frosted, like not frosted flakes, but like had corn flakes with the sugar and duck. Like I, I want to say that's government cheese. There's like the little block that you gotta peel off yourself. I think that's government cheese. Eat that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? We may, shit, we may have been poor. I, I don't know. I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? Your parents not go allow you to see certain things. So, there's a lot of things that was normal to us that years later when I got older, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand why they did this and did that. But it made me appreciate every little thing I got. And, you know, I appreciate them raising us like that. I really do. That's something that I'm grateful for. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm eternally grateful for being raised the way I was. But, um, as far as, let me see. I have a bunch of family in the area. And, I mean, we went to Houston a lot. On vacation for the summertime and shit. So it was going to Houston wasn't nothing. That was normal. Go to my uncle for for um for the summer. We'll go to different places like San Antonio and stuff like that. Really, you probably wouldn't believe me, but I I I've only been to two states outside of Texas. I've hardly been anywhere. I've been to. Louisiana a number of times and I've been to um California once. So traveling as far as like outside the state has never been my it's never been something that we did a lot. But traveling like in state, something we did a lot. San Antonio, like I said, Arlington, going to Louisiana often for like Family reunions on my daddy's side and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it, it was pretty common, you know, one would say. But, yeah, um, like I said, we, I, I would like to think that the people I come in contact with as far as, like, friends, I keep friends for a while. Like, I can think back to one of my oldest friends, Ricky Bertrand. Still kicking it. He's been my friend since, really, since after my mom passed. That's been one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? Through thick and thin. Ayanna Cox, when we found out we had the same birthday, that's been my, that's, we, that's been my nigga ever since. And, um, shit, Justice Tanner, somebody I'm real close with, Tierney Clayton. Javon Hudson, you know, Ariel Bob, that's been my nigga since, for a long time, I remember Ariel, yeah, we grew up in church together, think about how crazy that sound, that some of the people that, I can name a lot of people I'm cool with, to be honest with you, now that I think about it, I'm cool with a lot of different people, 
because I've never really had hard beef with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that kind of person. I don't have beef with people. They may have beef with me for whatever reason, but I'm, I'm normally cool with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like people I went to school with, people I'm still like that I, I speak to, and you know what I'm saying check up on and stuff like that. They check up on me. Even people I probably just met, people I work with, real fucking cool people. I fuck with them. They, everybody. I mean, I don't have friends. I have family. You know what I'm saying? These people are like family. Now, family, you you know, I'm not overly close to my family like I should, but I guess that just proved the point that we don't have to talk every day or be close to be family. If I got some type of trust in you, you family. So that's a good way of thinking about a good way of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, I'm real, I'm real ten toes down, down, ten toes down when it comes to loyalty. Real ten toes down. And I can segue that into my dating life. Now, shit, I don't think I had my first girlfriend until I was probably... In the, the sixth grade, this girl named Roseanne Gutierrez. So, mm, shit. Now, as far as, I mean, heartbreak as a young man, or like, I'm pretty much a kid at the point. And shit, I don't think I ever have been, I mean, I can't really Think about the way I felt when certain things happened because I felt stronger ways and I've dealt with a whole lot more since then. But I think as a teenager and stuff like that, that's when you really go through your growing pains. So, you know what I'm saying? I would actually, you know, and remember, like, it's not a, I've dated, I, I, I liked and talked to a lot of different girls. Like, once I got to high school, you know what I'm saying? Talking to a lot of different ones. And it's like, one in particular, she probably won't listen to this podcast, especially this episode, but it's one person that I dated as a teenager that I will forever Ever, 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 ever called my first love. Like, for real. I forgot how old I was and I met her, but it was like 2007. Like, the first time I met her. Now, we, like I said, we kids, so a lot of this stuff is was damn near puppy love, but at the time, you're not thinking about that. That stuff is real legit to you. And I will always be like, damn, we were on and off for a long time. Well, not a long time, for like a couple of years. And then after that, we were just done. And, you know, recently we kind of reconnected, but it didn't really last that long. 
probably just more than a year. I don't know. I don't want to speak too soon. It may or may not just be a break from each other. I don't know. But, yeah, actually, I mean, I can really count, like, how many times I've actually, like, legitimately actually liked somebody or wanted to be with them, at least as a teenager. As a grown man, I've had the worst fucking luck with dating, for real. Like, man, and you know, I look at that as being karma, because when I was, like I said, when I was a kid, I was playing with young girls' hearts, and I was playing with their emotions and stuff like that, and I gave no fuck about it, so the stuff that happened to me from the time I was 20, 21, up until now, I look at that as just nothing but karma, you know what I'm saying, so right now, I'm not dating nobody. I'm to myself focused on focused on this and continuously elevate myself. Now I can talk about the women between my early twenties and to now, but I want to continue. I want to have y'all. I want to continue to have something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? This is just the basics right now. You know what I'm saying? Just allowing y'all to get to know me and stuff like that. And, you know, earlier I told y'all, I'm I'm really into, like, a lot of different shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, one of the ultimate fucking people that I can really think of. And and I'm not even trying to, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) speak too highly of myself. But I'm into a lot of different shit. Like, superhero movies and anime and sports and music and I mean I'm even into cooking you know what I'm saying so shit you know it's a lot of different things and but I wanted to get this episode out just for um I want to continue to let y'all get to know me and stuff like that but this is just you know something that just a start off point like I say over time I want to drop an episode like this so y'all know, like, why I am the way I am, what built me into the way I am. Because everything you go through, no matter how good or bad it is, it's going to build you up into who you are. It builds you up into who you are at that particular moment in time. Like I said, no matter how good or bad it is. So, you know, y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all make sure y'all drink y'all water and take y'all vitamins too. Eat fruits, eat fruits and vegetables and shit, for real. But yeah, you know, I'ma fuck with y'all later. I'ma probably drop something tomorrow before I go to work, or probably my break, depending on how big the truck is tomorrow at work. But I'ma, I'm, I'm being real consistent with this shit. So you know, y'all bear with me. But I appreciate if y'all got this far. In here, I appreciate that. You know, as a matter of fact, nah, fuck all that. I think I'm gonna. Continue. I think I'm gonna keep going. Um, I, I've had a couple of friends in my life. Some of them not not here no more, as far as like in my life. But a lot of the stuff that we did some dumb shit growing up, you know. 
<laughs> dumb shit. It's funny thinking about it, man. We were really on, on some crash dummy shit. You know what I'm saying? I done met some good people, too. But I want to, um... See, I want to get a little deep in depth with something. Yeah, I... Losing my mom kind of... I want to say gave me... Sense of, like... Trying to fill a void. I, I don't know how... I'm probably just a hoe. But... I don't know. I mean, it depends on how people decipher it. Because I can't lie and say... That I had a mother around that teach me how to treat a woman. I didn't. So I think I, that has something to do with like how I treated women and stuff like that. And dealing with like, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers that lied to you and shit like that, it kind of stick a pin in like how you trust people. Even as a young man. That, that really, a lot of stuff... Dating-wise, kind of fucked me up. And I didn't have anybody really to talk to about that kind of shit. Except friends and, like, we on the same wavelength. So what can you tell me that I already didn't know or what I couldn't have figured out on my own? So, yeah, that's some crazy shit. And it's sad that, you know, I've... Grown to have these fucked up ass trust issues. Dude, my trust issues are pretty fucked right now. I don't know it's because. You know what I'm saying. Me. Doing the dirt I've done. Or even if. Like me kind of seeing signs. That I seen. When I was getting fucked over. And me trying to prevent that from happening again. It could be a number of different things. But I mean I have a true way of true truly hard way of trusting people. Really mainly like a significant other. And that's it. I mean, trusting a friend, not trusting a friend, that's whatever, but when you when you have a girl and you know what I'm saying, she I don't know. You ever, like, seen certain shit that a person does and it reminds you of when you got fucked over? But it may not always be the case. You don't want to overthink it, though. But you also don't want to drive yourself crazy about it. At a point, I would drive myself crazy worrying about what this or that girl doing and stuff like that. Drove me crazy and, like, you know what I'm saying... At a point in my life, I had a drinking problem. I really did. Because it was hard for me to, like, if, I, if I'm, like, it was an easy way for me to, like, not think about certain shit. Really, particularly, relationship problems or what my significant other doing or how somebody fucked me over. Easy for me, like to not think about it. Just drink till I fell asleep, type shit. You know what I'm saying? So I won't think about that kind of stuff. And like I said, I let it drive me crazy. 
I mean, I'm thinking back on it. I mean, everything I've been through to build me into who I am right now. And I love who I am. So, that's something to... I don't have to like what I've been through, but I, I appreciate it for building me who, into who I am. But, yeah. I've had... I, people that I thought, at least a person that, a few people that I thought I could have spent the rest of my life with. And they end up being the ones to fuck me over the worst. Uh, I mean, I've gotten over that shit by now. So, of course, I you just don't forget about it. You don't forget about stuff like that because those are pivotal points in your life. You never forget about pivotal points in your life. You never forget something that happened in your family that's real cut real deep. Or first time you fell in love or the first person you fell in love with when somebody really severely fucked you over. You don't forget about those points in your life because they're real pivotal. I mean, love, knickknack shit, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? These are pivotal points in my life that build me into the man I'm growing, continue to growing into because at the end of the day, I'm not done growing. I may love who I am, but who's to say that I want to love my growth a year from now? We we continue to grow as people. You just, you just got to allow yourself the time to grow. So, yeah, that's something to really think about. Um, And it's so crazy. I mean... People don't have guilt. And I don't expect anybody to feel guilty for what they did to me. I don't. Because at the end of the day, I had a place in all that shit too. So, it's spade a spade. But as far as like on the level, wavelength of like, what's worse than the other, they did me just as dirty as I could have done them. But that don't really matter because at the end of the day, what happened already happened. So can't change that shit. So, just trying not to make those mistakes again. I've drained myself trying to keep somebody happy. Just to keep them around. Not knowing like, man, I didn't love them. I love not being alone. A good friend told me that shit. And it stuck with me. It's been sticking with me ever since. So, yeah. That's something that I think about every day. I didn't love that person. I didn't love her. I just loved the thought of not being alone. At the end of the day, who really wants to be alone? But who's 23, 22, 23 years old thinking about that shit? You know what I'm saying? Who really thinking about that? And who really gives a fuck? Does it really matter? You're 22, 23 years old. You got the rest of your life to look at. And I'm thinking, man, if I would have had been productive at that point in my life, where I would be right now, it'd be a, I'd be a whole other person. But like I said, what I've been through built me into who I am, so I wouldn't change nothing for the world. But it's a good hypothetical to think about. You know what I'm saying?
But yeah, and a lot of shit. And I don't like to act like I go through more than the next person. Because at, at the end of the day, I downplay everything I've been through. I really do. I, I casually talk about everything. Because I know at the end of the day, they got somebody else in this world that's been through a whole lot more than me. And they doing just fine. So what's my excuse? You feel me? So yeah, I'm. It's cool. You know what I'm saying. I'm I'm happy for every single woman that I've been with. No matter where they at in their life, if they happy, I'm happy, and I wish them nothing but the best. You know what I'm saying. I had love for um, one person in particular. Like I say, I'm gonna always have love for. Her. Maybe because I was the first person I ever, yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate everything that I I went through with them, and everything I went through as an individual. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I think I'm in the podcast now. Yeah, I feel like now, now I feel you know, feel like I, I, I said enough. Cause at first I was like, nah, I don't think I said enough. But now I feel like okay, I feel um relieved. One would say. But yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna drop another episode. Probably my lunch break. I when I get off work, Friday morning. Because I work overnight. I go, to, I go in at 7 p.m. tomorrow. And get off at like. 5, 6. 5, 4, 5, 6 the next morning. So I don't know. But. Depending on how. Depending on how things go. I'm going to drop an episode. It won't be tomorrow though. Probably tomorrow night. But yeah. Y'all yeah, stay tuned. Y'all. Like I said. I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all sharing. Everything else. If you want to hit me up or follow me on social media, everything will be in the description. Just, you know what I'm saying, hit me up. I don't, I don't bite. <laughs> Just, you know what I'm saying, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, add me on Facebook. All that's going to be down there. So, yeah. Y'all have a good rest of y'all night. And, like I said, I appreciate y'all for listening.